This is Fetty's Radio. Hello, you're listening to Psychiatry on the Fetty's Radio with a special November podcast focusing on men's mental health. We'll be talking to some of the male members of staff from around the school and about their resilience to overcome challenges they may have faced. So we're here with Mr. Rowlands and we're just going to be asking five questions. Um, yeah, so question number one. What has been a particularly challenging event in your life, would you say? Um, well, firstly, thank you, Iona. I think this is a really great little venture. Um, for me personally, 2013 into 2014 was quite a difficult period of time. Uh, during that time, I had a few soldiers of mine who were killed in Afghanistan um, I left the army following being injured on that operational tour and also changed careers from the army to joining Fetis, which are two very different beasts, all with their own challenges. And that was quite a hard 12-month period. Yeah, it's understandable. So how would you say you were able to cope with this? Um, initially, I probably could have coped a lot better. Uh, and I think only on reflection do I know that. Um and I think for me, now realising it's okay that I didn't handle it well, um, it's given myself a little bit of per- um, perspective. I think in the role that I used to do uh, as an army officer, you are tasked to always find a solution. And when you don't have one, that's almost seen as a fail. And actually, it's okay not to have the solution straight away. Um, for me, I have a saying now that's the nearest crocodile to the boot. What is causing me the biggest problem immediately deal with that crocodile and then start looking at the other ones and that's that was quite helpful very good advice and so would you say what would you have learned from it um i think i think i've learned to give yourself time to break your your problem your challenge into little chunks Mm -hmm. try not to tackle the whole thing um head on um, it's okay to ponder, ponder that thought. Um, Mrs. Ray and I have a very good relationship where we use humour to get through most of our problems. And we like a saying, the flames will not consume me. And even if it's getting a little bit hot, you know, the flames are not quite where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, for me, it's perspective. You know, it was bad. It's it's okay to think about it being bad but then um, as things get better and you really start to enjoy them think about it again you know review review those bad situations um, allow yourself time to um, accept what what's happened and think about it when you're in a happy place because it's only then that you can you can realize that you got through it and why did you get through it and why you're now happy again which is great Thank you. So you've spoken about how to cope with it and what you've learned from this experience. What would you say, how has it made you stronger? And um, I've always been quite a resilient person, but I would say I've now got resilience through perspective. Um, you never know how bad a problem is going to be um, while you're in it. It's only when you kind of come out the other end. So for, for me, I've I think things have Things have got better because I've been more honest with myself and honest with my friends. Um, I was always quite closed off. I used to find my own solution in my own head. And it's amazing that when you reach out to someone else, you'd be amazed what they can do to help you. 
It doesn't have to be a lot, you know, they don't have to unnecessarily understand your problem. But if they can listen, go for a walk, allow you to vent, allow you to talk, it's quite amazing what what they've achieved for you. And actually, if you're the person that's on the receiving end of that chat or talk, you've made a huge difference to them, even though if at the time you don't know it or you don't realise it. Yeah, thank you very much. And so you've gone through this all and you've spoken about everything. So what advice would you give to people who are listening and maybe in a tough situation for themselves and how they can cope with this? I have people around you that you like and trust in the good times and the bad times. Um, They don't need to always be the person you go to the gym with, play sport with. It's It's just someone or a couple of people that you can talk to and that you build trust with so that when you do need them, even just saying a few words or giving them the nod or saying hello, they realize that, you know, you need five minutes and let let someone be that person in your life. It's really quite nice when, uh, you know, if you were to hand on heart, say, if there's a problem, I think I can speak to that person. And that person might not be overly obvious, but uh, but try and try and use them. Um, and actually, if you've not been in a tough situation to date, that's that's great. You know, I'm really pleased for you. But don't then shy away from a problem or stay in your comfort zone for too long. I would say say yes to a challenge. Put yourself in a difficult situation and do something that scares you. Because if you if you haven't as of yet, you know, how will you cope when when things slightly go off the rails? Thank you very much. Hopefully that's helpful to anyone listening who is maybe going through something tough and they can always find a way out of it and find people who can help them. Hello, Mr. Volticoma. Thank you very much for joining us today for the Movember podcast. We just had a few quick questions we'd want to ask you, starting with what's been a particularly challenging issue or event in your life? Well, I mean, you sent me that question before and uh, you can always pick individual things. I I think, though, the thing that probably is most germane to my life is is something that's not going to change. I'm gay. I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus community and I also work in an industry, for want of a better word, that, that finds that difficult sometimes. So really, I suppose my... My, my 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 trouble my my difficulty is is a is a persistent one how do i square uh being proud and being open with the work that i do thank you very much for sharing this and how would you say you were able to obviously cope with all of this well, I think the thing is with, uh, you know, being a member of a minority, things get better and, and then things, things get worse. It goes in waves. Um, and at the moment, there's a bit of a wave coming back against the LGBTQ plus community. I'm, I'm just gay. I mean, it's nothing like it is uh, as difficult as for my trans siblings. But, um, uh, you know, the, since the various different political movements that have been happening, things like Brexit and, and things, people feel much more empowered to say, the things they might not have said 10 years ago um, and let their thoughts out. So that becomes a bit of an issue. Um, but I, I cope with it in, in, in a particular way. And I think you know, if anybody was asking me for advice, um, it's, it's about what you decide to put out there, what you decide to create in response to other people putting their truths or their opinions out there. Thank you. And um, from these experiences, what would you say you've learned from them? 
Well, what I what I learn, and I keep, I keep learning because obviously teacher. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what what I, what I learn is is that you've got to keep putting your things out there. So I mean, I can give you some examples if you want, because this these last few years have been tougher um, in schools for for people like me. Um, so I've responded by creating more things. So um, I put together a, a, a set of talks at Fetis called the Magenta Thread, which celebrates queer excellence. And um, they're outside speakers, and they come in, and, uh, and we've already had one this term, and then a three next term. Um, and we're through Fetis Radio, go Fetis Radio, are, are, have cre- turned that into a podcast as well. So that it can reach other people, and we're hoping to have other schools in there as well. So it's, it's sort of the beginnings of a, of a project that, that remind people that queer identities belong in schools, and queer identities can absolutely flourish outside of schools. So I've done that, and also on the sort of teacher side of things, there's a thing called the Scottish Council of Independent Schools, which is a kind of a big uh, a body that, that kind of looks after the, the the independent schools in Scotland, and uh, I'm looks like I'm the founding member of the LGBTQ plus uh, thread of that as well. Um, we'll be starting to do meetings and uh, Mrs. Harrison has already said we can host the first one at Fetis because Fetis does host things well. So. <laughs> That's very interesting <laughs> and good that we're getting more heard about this issue. Mm. So what would you say you've learned from it? Well, I think that's that's the learning. The learning is to, to keep creating, to keep putting things out there, and, and that's the best advice I can, I can give people: is that when things are tough, make something pretty. Very good. And how would this have made you stronger as a person? I, I mean, I, again, it's 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 little strengthenings each time. Um, in some ways life is a little bit like a rope it's got lots of different threads to it and sometimes things can make one of those threads or a few of those threads feel quite threadbare you can go about repairing them or you can add new threads to 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 your rope if you want to use that metaphor um and so uh yeah you 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 can do a mixture of the two and I, i find possibly because i'm from the creative industries that that making things and starting things and getting people together is is a way that i respond to that Thank you. So, final question. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to the people listening who might find themselves in a tough situation at the moment? How to help them? Well, I mean, the, the practical, there's a whole practical house parent side of things. Fetis has huge numbers of people to talk to. Um, talking is a, is a really, really important thing, especially for, for people who are kind of male gendered. We, we don't like talking. Um, and that is a, is a problem. Um, and... <clears throat> What we uh, we have three dares in Kimogen, um, because you know blokes like daring. Um, and one of our dares is dare to be open. And it's about discussion. It's about calling out your friends when you don't like their behaviour. It's about admitting when you're not feeling great. Um, and that dare takes lots of different shapes uh, for people. But talking is is the first thing to do. That's the practical thing. And you could go to the med centre. You can go to house. You can go to prefects. You can go to mental health ambassadors. There there are lots and lots of options at Fetis. You have the ability to talk. So that's the first thing. And then I would go back to, uh, if you want something pretty, make it. Um, If there's something missing in your life, create it. And school is a wonderful time to do that as well, because there's lots of resources. And I could be talking about something small, like popping to the art department and asking if you can do something there. Or it could be something monumental and and it's huge, like an entire movement. But if if you're missing something from the world, make it. Thank you very much for your time today and hopefully this helps anyone out there who maybe had questions they didn't want to ask and they've been answered and feel (laughs) free to talk. So thank you.
Thank you for listening. It's really important that we get men talking about their mental health. Talking saves lives. Remember, we're all here for you. Talking to your friends, house parents, or the mental health ambassadors. We're here and we are listening.